Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And today we are talking about a very important subject. All the monkeys that I'm hanging out with in Ethiopia. Well, it's, we, it's so awesome here in Ethiopia. Is it? It's so cool. That's great. Tell me your favorite part about being in Ethiopia. It's cold. Okay. Not something I assumed. Are different than people in the United States. Okay. Speak a different language. That's one thing. Right. Um, it is cold. Did you say you didn't expect that? I didn't. It's high altitude. Okay. So no one understands this. Can I give a quick lesson on how geography works? Because this is really bugging me. Sure. Okay. So, guys, there are a couple of things that affect temperature. One of them is your latitude. Where you are on the Earth. Okay? If you're close to the equator, it's going to be warmer than if you're far from the equator. But if you're farther from the equator, you get these crazy things called seasons. It doesn't matter whether you're far from the equator in the north or far from the equator in the south. Because if you remember from elementary school, we have a saying like the earth sits on a tilted axis. So as it spins around, the northern hemisphere is going to get summer while the southern hemisphere is getting winter and vice versa. That kind of thing. That's like temperature in that way. Right. So that accounts for your latitude. Tilt of the earth gives you seasons. Right. So latitude plus tilt equals how warm it's going to be. All right. Now, Ethiopia is close to the equator. So you'd think hot, right? But then we have this other thing that factors into temperature. This sucks. I'm in hell. Which is, this is bothering me so much and the people need to know, John. This is awful. It's called altitude. We do fake High up in the mountains. If you're, this is This is a show where we, where we give fake lectures to people. This and is my, the, this is my real, Bill Nye moment. When the real okay? lectures come in, it sucks and I hate it. This is my Bill Nye moment. Let me have it. Let me finish and it'll be done and then we can talk about farts or whatever, okay? If, if Bill Nye was... A, an, Bill Nye a, would love this lecture. An angry sounding crotchety <laughs> mid-twenties lady. All right. And then altitude, the higher up you go on the mountains, the colder it is. So, like, you see snow on mountaintops, it's cold, uh, right? So, I am currently, hopefully, I'm not really there yet. It was all a lie. I will be up in the mountains, which means it will be cold. But the air is thinner, so the effect of the sun is more intense. So, during the days, it gets really hot, and during the night, it gets really cold. There you go. That's temperature and the earth and geography. Thanks for watching. Well, there's more stuff that goes into temperature, but look it up. Because John doesn't want to hear it. What? We're good now. I'm sorry. I've completely, completely checked out. So now you're going to continue asking me dumb questions about temperature. Great. I can't wait to answer all of them. Okay. We're not here to talk about any of that shit. Whatever she just said, forget all that. We, it's not very neighborly not to, of you, John. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about how to be the best neighbor that you can be. Yes. Or how to be a good neighbor. Like that one jingle. Like a good neighbor. No, 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 no. Emily is there. Don't. We do not have the rights for that. And we and they're not sponsoring us. I didn't us. do... 
I didn't do the song. We, I, I will sing their jingle if they want to give us money to do it. Okay, fair enough. We'll hold out for that. Um, yeah, how to be a good neighbor. I feel like I'm a good neighbor. Do you? Most of the time. Yeah, because I'm actually really boring and I don't make lots of noise. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's a big part of being a good neighbor, I think. Um, yeah, okay. A big part of being a good neighbor this is what I've learned. I've spent a lot of time in churches. And so... Oh, so you're really going for like a biblical neighborliness. There's a lot of talk about coveting people's wives. And so... Don't covet your neighbor's wife. Don't covet Thou stuff. shall not. I don't, That's strong language. Thou I don't even not. know what coveting is. I've never known what that word meant. What was the other word you didn't know? The the Bible word that you didn't know? You didn't know what a manger was. Oh, yes. I had I did not know that until somebody in church explained it to me when I was 22 years old. You did not know what a manger was. I've taken French classes, too. Manger. Manger like is a just gar manger. manger. It's spelled the same way. Kids a gar manger, I think. He's, that's a that's a kitchen position. He's a, a kitchen monster? Yeah. It sounds like a monster. <laughs> he is a kitchen monster. <laughs> I'm a kitchen monster. <laughs> Aren't we all? Because I go to the kitchen and I eat, I eat all the food. Kitchen so, monster. So, uh, yeah, don't don't steal other people's wives and, and hoard them in your basement or whatever. Uh, that's, yeah. That that's was a, always weird to me too. Like when I was a child, like don't covet your neighbor's wife. And I was like, well, I don't want my neighbor's wife. She's mean and has big fake boobies. Oh my God, Emily. I don't, I don't want her. Not that the boobies have anything to do with anything, but <laughs> still she yelled at me for playing in her backyard. I don't want to covet her. Whatever that means. Our real life neighbors and their fake boobies. <laughs> Why? If they didn't want me to talk about them, then why'd they get them? <laughs> That's... I don't... I don't think that... Don't get can... big old fake boobies unless you want people to talk about them on their podcast. <laughs> I don't think we can claim that that's why she got them. No, we can't, but I can say that... For a fact that I'm going to talk about them and she should have been prepared for that eventuality. All right. <laughs> oh, boobies. Yeah. Always, always good for a chuckle. Um, have you ever seen, I've seen plenty of fake boobies, but I've never touched them. Have you touched fake boobies before? Uh, what, what do, do you think like? I have? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> If, if you learn. know what they if you know what they feel like, email us at downtimesubs at gmail dot com. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Please, I need to know. <laughs> Bake. 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 Okay, so yes, yes and no, right? Because you do the whole hi. I saw that you were near the neighborhood, and I got you a casserole. And I don't trust food from strangers. So I don't think it's fair to put a person in a position where they now have to either but they're eat not, disgusting they're not strangers food. anymore. Now they now you're friends and neighbors. Or or you're dead in their basement, John. Think it through. <laughs> Why'd you get the house for such a reasonable price? 
Huh? Didn't even stop to think. Just so excited about that bargain. Got a $300,000 home in a $500,000 comp neighborhood. Why did that assumed... happen? Fucking cannibalistic neighbors, man. I just I just assumed that there was a, a false wall put up to make a third bedroom that wasn't technically legal. Oh. Or false walls because there's a voyeur who lives in the house with you <laughs> watching everything you do in some sort of twisted fetishy way and he just wants to watch people eat in their underwear so so you're si- wait are you, <laughs> are you eating in your underwear a lot aren't you <laughs> this is normal stuff john yeah Okay. Oh man, I'm so upset. We're on a video chat right now. So you're saying that I, would so, I so want a bowl of you, cereal. You, I don't know why. You wish you could be eating in your in your underwear right now. Yeah. All right. Well, I all the time. We no. Here's the thing. We've uh, we've been on such a good streak of you not eating on our show. Yeah, like... but that's only because I don't have any food. <laughs> because I'm in Ethiopia. Oh stop. <laughs> That's what people think, John. I know, but you're supposed to be there. You can't affirm that. <laughs> yeah, no. I have food, probably. I hope. I sure hope. <clears throat> no, okay. Bake. I wasn't even saying, like, bake for your neighbors. Oh, Emily is bake. assuming. Emily's suggestion on how to be a good neighbor is to not trust your neighbors. No, don't trust them. <laughs> you don't know them. Which I don't think is a very good idea at all. All I'm saying is that you should bake because, one, baking is good. And it tastes good to eat baked things. But also, smells are great. Smells rock. So even if you don't bake for your neighbors, at least they get to enjoy the smells. That's true. I had neighbors that cooked delicious smelling food all the time in Brooklyn. And that was awesome. And I also had neighbors, like my next door neighbors, who we shared. like It was like a townhome type thing. Right. They saved my packages from a man who was trying to steal them once. I love I had a that. Package. I had a package and he chased him down, my neighbor. That's and awesome. And I thought my package was gone forever. And then I got a, 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 like, pounding on my door. And it was, hey, mommy, I got your shoes. And it was my <laughs> shoes. It was awesome. And I almost cried and I thanked him because I was literally going to lose my job without them. Oh, that's a real story that actually happened is that I didn't have the proper work shoes and I needed them by a certain day and I ordered them and they were supposed to come the day before I needed them and then the package was gone and someone that's tried awesome. to steal them and my neighbor turns out chased the guy down the street and saved them from like for me. So that neighbor was great. That's how. Yeah. Keep I like your that. neighbor's packages for them. Yeah. That's how to be a good neighbor for sure. Because that sure. was a life saver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other neighbor stuff like once I was moving into a, an apartment in Charleston and there were girls below us and they immediately, like, we moved in on the same day and oh. they immediately wanted to see my apartment. Okay. They were like, Oh, what's your apartment like? And I was like, well, it's none of your damn business girl. Yeah. I don't know well. you. She ran up because the bottom floor was subdivided into two apartments and the top floor was one apartment. So our apartment was way better than hers. Right. Um, but she was really nosy and she came upstairs and she was like, oh my God, this is so great. We should hang out sometime. And I turned to my then roommate, Jamie, 
who's been on the, the podcast a few times, and turned to her after this girl left, and I said, if she ever wants to come to our freaking apartment again, don't let her. And she was like, oh. why? Because she's a very friendly person. And I said, right. they will never leave. They're going to be over yeah. here all the time. I've seen this before where you let them yeah, in once. And then, yeah, they are. And then you let them in once. And then they always want to come over to your house and like hang out. And it's like, no, I'm eating cereal in my underwear right now. I don't want to hang out. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, no offense, but get the hell out of my, my space. I pay for this. You don't. Excuse me. Excuse I literally... me. I'm... I'm trying to enjoy my fresh-baked pastries in my negligee. Yeah. Please leave me alone. I'm having an <laughs> indulgent day. I'd like to indulge a bit. I work really hard. And I, I just work hard and I play harder. Please leave. <laughs> I work so hard. Let me have this. My roommates are out for once. Just please. <laughs> You don't want to know what happens next. Just go. <laughs> I had a friend whose roommate, like, they shared a fire escape. And the 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 neighbor would come into her house through the fire escape through the window. Okay. And I'm sorry, but that's pretty that's pretty bold move to assume that you just want your neighbor coming in all the time yeah. from the window. Not even a proper door. Not right. even a proper entryway to the home. They just yeah. pop through the, which is cute. It's kind of like you live in some sort of apartment uh, style of Sesame Street where you all share a fireplace and everyone pops in on each other all the time. But in reality, sometimes you just want to eat a bunch of cereal in your underwear and you don't have to deal with that kind of crap. Right. So, no, I say do not befriend your neighbors. Just be a good neighbor, you right. know? Yeah, we used to, when Anna and I first moved into this apartment, we had our downstairs neighbor that would come up unannounced. Uh, and uh, we had to shut that shit down pretty quick. Yeah. Because I was, I, I think I when I first moved in, I talked about how we had our own Kramer. And yeah, as I'm sure you probably said on the show, it got old very fast. Yeah, so, it does. You don't want that crap. She doesn't live here anymore. She was paying $60 for rent. What? She was. Did she pull a slip and fall? Like, how did she manage that? She's paying $60 a month for rent. Was she sleeping with the landlord? Possibly. She's a very old uh, grandmother. Uh-huh. So probably $60? not. $60? $60. And she's gone. What? I don't know why. Was she, <laughs> she living there since the 20s? <laughs> I, she must have been. That is impossible. That is amazing. Why did you yeah. kick her out? You needed to learn her ways. Or you needed to get her to leave her apartment to you. And oh, then you needed to kill you, her. You couldn't pay me to live in that apartment. I saw them cleaning oh. it out. Shit. It's disgusting. Well, it sounds like she died in there, John. She didn't. Are you sure? Yeah, she told us she was moving out. Oh, okay. Maybe she was moving to heaven. Old people... <laughs> Old people sometimes uh, get that feeling. Right. That was another. I know. I talk. I I have sometimes talked about the lessons that I teach my. I would teach my English students, and that was one of them. Was it called a ticket to heaven? And it was a woman who was dying, and she believed that she was going on a trip. She was going on a journey, 
and she, she wanted her suitcase packed and then she died and that was literally the journey she went on was to heaven oh my god she was gonna see jesus well that sounds nice yeah so maybe your neighbor's dead sorry mama steph oh god um oh no don't call the police unless entirely necessary I don't know. I'm this, pretty like I'm pretty happy with calling the police. I no, love calling don't, the police. You can't do that. Come on. Why no, not? No. You remember okay, this is more stories about our real life neighbors that we had in, in the no, meat space. I was I was kidding. Yeah. We had neighbors that would call the police on us if our dogs were barking. That's bullshit. Yeah, no, that's lame. You cannot be trigger happy on, on the nine one one. Okay. We have one who does that now. Jesus. Yeah. He also, I think, is poisoning the squirrels. <clears throat> what which a, is like, sounds like a super cool, fun dude. Oh, yeah. He's like this crotchety old guy who lives in the, like, the, the yard next to ours. And his porch backs up to our porch somehow. I don't know. It's weird. Does he think but, that the, the squirrels are going to go extinct somehow by his hand? He's just always refilling the bird feeders. And you're like, <laughs> are you feeding the squirrels? Are you feeding the squirrels or are you feeding? The, you're definitely feeding the squirrels, but it's like, cause he's, there's no way he doesn't know that it's just squirrels, all the bird feeders. Right. So I think he's feeding, either feeding the squirrels intentionally or feeding the squirrels intentionally because he has poisoned the food that he's feeding them. And Have I you think noticed a lot of dead them. squirrels around? No, but there's also a lot of feral cats around, which are probably <laughs> taking care of the dead squirrels. But that would kill the cats. I mean, wouldn't Two be birds, the first time I, I saw poison cats. They're, yeah, and then there are birds, man. That poison's moving up the food chain all the way to the eagles. We got eagles. We also have coyotes. We have koi dogs. We koi wolves, excuse me. It's mixtures what? of coyotes, wolves, and domesticated dogs. We have those. What? That's, That's exciting. crazy. Yeah, they're called koi wolves, and they're real. I know it sounds fake, but they're actually real. And they're the mixtures of, like, feral domesticated like feral dogs plus coyotes plus wolves equals koi wolves and they're big and they're like big coyotes and they're pretty scary and they eat Sounds cats like it. <laughs> so it's basically like every dog's dream to be a koi wolf basically yeah we also have All feral right. pigs <laughs> that run around and fuck shit up South Carolina is a scary place. Yeah. Stay out of South Sorry, Carolina. I mean Ethiopia. It's, <laughs> That's going to be like really confusing, actually. Australia. Yeah, I was definitely talking about South Carolina and not Ethiopia. But, yeah. That's it's good. fine. Okay, it's time for music. Definitely time for music. Our musical guest this week is Steve Hewitt with his song Pushing Me Away. So please enjoy Pushing Me Away by Steve Hewitt. Lies you believe 
Steve Hewitt with his song Pushing Me Away. If you'd like to hear more from Steve, please go to the link we provide in the description below. Thanks so much, Steve. Uh, so, 
How to be a good neighbor. We have, I think so far, we've had some uh, tangents. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure we've been, like, super on track. Okay. So I don't know what the heck you're talking about. If you have, which you probably do, because everyone should have one. If you... Say everyone or every woman? Everyone. Jeez. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Everyone should have one of these. So, at least offer use of your fallout shelter. True, true, fair. Like, just because you have a fallout shelter does not mean that everyone else without a fallout shelter deserves to die. You know? Right. Yeah. Check your privilege. And also realize that if you're the only one using the fallout shelter, then you're going to be very lonely in the post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, and then also, who do you eat? Yeah. Think it through. You need backup plans. You forgot. You're an idiot, and you forgot to stock it full of food. So at a certain point, you're you're gonna you're gonna get pretty hungry. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to eat those neighbors. Pick your juiciest neighbors. <laughs> They're who you go for first. Always. First, you know, you start out by being really nice to them, like just in the normal world, right? Like, you know, this is your long term plan because, you know, the apocalypse, the ap- apocalypse, excuse me, is coming. Wow. She's really going for it. So, you know, the apocalypse is coming, but they don't. So what you you start baby steps, right? Hey, welcome to the neighborhood. Whatever. My name's my name's John. If you come, if at any point you need anything, just knock on John. the door. I know. Uh, just knock on the door. You know, if you ever need a cup of flour or sugar or something, you know, say no more. What's mine is yours, buddy. And then you've earned his trust. Right. Which takes me to my next point. Now that we've gotten the apocalypse out of the way. And then you then you offer your fallout shelter. Of course he takes it. And then all humanity dies out. And then you run out of food. And then you eat him. Now you may go, John. God, wait your turn. I'm sorry. It's okay. Sugar. What about it? Sugar? You hear this a lot. There's a lot of talk. When, when talking about thy neighbor, mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk of sugar. You're there supposed is, to be available there. to offer cups full, like cups of it. Think about, think about the shit that you use full cups of sugar for. Cakes, pies, uh, br- uh, cocktails, not full cups. You use a full cup for a cocktail? That's what I'm saying. Then, There's not by a By making lot. my sugar hito. <laughs> My Kyperinia, my giant Kyperinias, they take a full cup. They're the size, you know, that those comically large wine glasses. Yeah. Yeah, I make a mojito in that. So you need a full cup of sugar, and Jesus. then you muddle the mint in the sugar. You muddle the a rum. whole mint plant. It's a gallon of rum. It's a lot of rum. You need a buddy. And then, yeah. You, or do uh, you? And then you pour club soda on top. It's two liter of club soda. It's Emily's giant mojito re- recipe. And then so, if you're feeling fancy, you can you can uh, put some Angostura on there. 
add that add that to our our cocktail our downtime cocktail book yes uh and then serve that to your neighbor and so if they that's that's really what they want if if you serve that to your neighbor he will both get diabetes and die if your neighbor ever comes to you and asks you for sugar just make him that or her yes they'll appreciate it it's true that's how to be a good neighbor um take their dog for a walk every once in a while don't you don't even have to tell them about that no. you just come let yourself in take the dog look yeah okay you're you're in your house you know your neighbors at work why you're at work i don't know that's that's for for you to know that's between you and your god why you're not at work yeah <laughs> hey you're just planning for the apocalypse man <laughs> you're just prepping their dog's barking so you're thinking okay you're doomsday prepping I can, I can either mind my own business, continue my doomsday prepping with the dog barking. I can call the police on the dog barking and then continue my, my doomsday prep in peace. Or you could say, I'd be, I would be an asshole if I called the police on a dog when their owners are clearly at work. I should just go and take their dog for a walk so they stop barking. Mm. Just take their dog because obviously they don't want it anymore. You'd be a better parent for that dog. That's true. Now you have a dog to go all doomsday prepping with, and then it can be like, uh, I am legend, and then you you have other problems down the road, but, I mean, <laughs> for a little bit there, you're good. <laughs> and you create, you have the best, most pure friendship bond with this dog. And, yeah, sure, at, at one point, that dog is going to love you so much that it's going to sacrifice itself to save you from future zombies how did he let his guard down so severely after years and years and years you'd think he'd be watching his freaking back you know you'd think but he wasn't and his dog had to take the hit will smith you piece of garbage (laughs) why did you make me watch that then he had to snap his dog's neck Ugh. yeah it's awful it's not a good movie she's such a good dog (laughs) fine no <laughs> no it wasn't no, really we don't have to it pretend. truly is not we don't have to pretend that i am legend is a good movie folks it's fine <laughs> we all know this is, this is a safe space it's a safe space we don't have to pretend we like i am legend all right we can all just express our opinions our true opinions about i am legend without fear of judgment right i thought it was okay <laughs> yeah purely okay order Order pizza. Or or just some Uber Eats. Get him some tacos. Does Uber Eats, like, work now? I want Uber Eats. I'm starving right now. I'm so <laughs> freaking hungry. Yeah, just, just send him some food every once in a while. Mm. You don't necessarily have to pay for it, but just send him, like, order a pizza to their house. Is Uber Eats a different app? Yes. Oh, what the hell? What, what did you want? I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to open my Uber app and all of a sudden for it to show me this brand new section of itself in which it can give me food. <laughs> but apparently that's not real. So whatever. I'm glad that our listeners got to hear you experience Uber Eats for the first time. I didn't experience it. 
Uh, I got nothing. You they got to hear you learn what Uber Eats was. <laughs> uh, That's nice. Thanks. Maybe if we don't say anything, the episode will magically be over. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any any more tips? On, on how to be a good neighbor. How to be a good neighbor, Emily. Have you ever Maybe. have you ever thought about being a good neighbor to somebody in your entire life? I literally haven't. I'm always too worried about them being a bad neighbor to me. <laughs> <laughs> I never even stopped to consider. So what I would have to be a good neighbor. You've had bad neighbors. I was going off of my experience with bad neighbors. We've had Hmm. neighbors with. uh, I've been a bad neighbor. So what? So what did you do to that made you a bad neighbor? Well, it was that apartment in Charleston where I had two apartments below me, and I had a house party, and my guests were stomping on the floor, and then I had my neighbor come upstairs. I think I've told this on the podcast before. And her, she was like, hey, can you please, please stop? And she wasn't, like, mad, but she was begging. And we looked, and her <laughs> arms were covered in in scratches because her cat was attacking her oh, because no. we had a party. Oh, God. So I felt like a really – and then my my friend who was doing – um what's it called? The uh, slap the bag at the, yes. that point in time because it right. was college. She offered my neighbor because she wasn't picking up on the, the, the cues that my neighbor was was sending out. Like, right. I am just tired and don't want my cat to attack me anymore. And she was like, hey, you want to slap the bag? Oh, <laughs> and God. then everyone at that party got strep throat. Oh, oh, God. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were all doing slap the bag. Did your neighbor and that's do not it? a hygienic game. What? Did you give your neighbor strep throat? No, she didn't slap the bag. She okay, was too good. upset. so yeah i've been a bad neighbor before for sure okay i have always been a very good neighbor if you're gonna have a party warn your neighbors like i always did in college and apparently emily did not no but i was like not on a college campus that's actually worse right yeah that's yeah no i just realized that's worse yeah she couldn't, like, send her cat to a, a happy place or anything. It was just in hell because it was scared that the <laughs> ceiling was falling in. Oh, God. Also, my cat used to... My cat, when I got one in New York, used to trespass in the apartment above mine. Yeah. So he would just escape the apartment and then decide that the upstairs was, like, his home. And they used to keep the doors open because uh-huh. they had sort of a divided apartment situation. And so he would just wander around, make himself at home, and walk around their kitchen. I'd have to go get him. But I, unlike him, am afraid of trespassing. <laughs> and so it was an issue. And then, yeah, once they had to go get him for me because he was in their kitchen. And then I tried to sneak into their kitchen. And then they caught me sneaking into their kitchen but didn't see the cat. So then they thought I was trying to break into their apartment. But they didn't speak English. And oh so I was like, no, 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 no. It's my cat. It's my cat. Look, look. And I'm, like, pointing. And then it was like Oscar was there, like, huh. <laughs> like you got me 
And the guy was like, uh, and I was like, he's really nice. He won't bite you or anything. Just like, which is a lie. He will bite you. He will bite you. (laughs) He will bite you because he loves biting, but still. (laughs) And then the guy picked him up like so gingerly, like around and handed him to me in the most awkward way you could ever hold a cat. Just picked him up like under the armpits and just like sort of like Simba'd him over to me. (laughs) (laughs) If you know what I mean. In true Rafiki style. Yeah, but I wasn't a very good neighbor to them, I guess, either. Well, my cat really wasn't. That was on Oscar, not on me. Right. We have scary neighbors in Virginia. Yeah, we had rough neighbors. They're, like, they're up all night in the middle of the night doing exercises Oh, our current, stairs. yeah, the it's people who so live creepy. above our condo, yeah. They jump, literally jump up and down the stairs all night long. Yeah. Like, not in a normal way. Like, not running up and down the stairs. They ju- they hop up and down the stairs. It's part of some exercise they do where they're running up and they use the stairs, which is, like, our apartment's on the bottom and theirs is on the top. And so the stairwell runs down the side of our apartment. Right. So you can so you hear can, every, you can hear what every goes on in the step, stairwell. No matter where you are in, in the but condo. But then they hop. They hop up and down the stairs. But it's at, like, 4 in the morning. Right. Like, the most unacceptable time to do that that you can think of. So this is... And that's when they do it. This is, I think, the most important point on how to be a good neighbor. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, seriously, just be quiet. Just shut up. You don't... Like, if you're... Like I said, if you're going to post a party or do something that's going to require you making a lot of noise, warn your neighbors. Just be like, hey, I'm really sorry... This is I'm I'm planning this for this time, I and I I it's gonna suck for you and I apologize for that. But at, at least you had the kindness to give them a heads up. If it's not a big thing, that you don't need to be making noises for, then don't. Then don't do it. Don't do that thing. Just it's do not it. necessary. I had, I my neighbors downstairs in the apartment I live in right now in Brooklyn. They, which I guess by the time this airs, I'm not going to live there anymore. Bye, Brooklyn. Um, I get home pretty late on certain days and I had, I had work really early the following morning and I had just gotten back from a really late shift and it was probably like 2 a.m. at this point. The, my downstairs neighbors started a party. At this point, like I let them go for about a half hour with the music and then Mm -hmm. because I was just trying to be courteous and like, I don't want to completely shut them down. It's Saturday night. They might not have a lot of time to like get together and have parties. So I don't want to be a stick in the mud, but also I have to be up in two and a half hours. This is ridiculous. Oh boy. So at a certain point I had to go downstairs and I knocked on the door and they didn't answer, and I knocked again, and somebody opened the door, and I said, are you guys playing the music? Which was a stupid question. Because yeah. Because the they door opened, opened the door. and the music was there. Uh, and they looked very confused, and so I repeated the question, which, again, not a good question. Not, not a good question to begin with, yeah. <laughs> you should have worked on your line of questioning a little bit more. <laughs> and they said, yeah. And I was like, okay. You need to shut it down because I need to be up at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Good night. 
This has been a visit from John Downey, the party ruiner. <laughs> and I have, look, here's the thing. I am the party Scrooge. I have a lot of, I have a lot of friends that live all throughout my commute uh, on Sunday mornings. I, I have other people that live in Brooklyn that I can stay with. I have people who live in like Westchester County, which is on the way. Like there's a, a train station that is on the line that I need to be on on Sunday mornings. And I would even be able to sleep in. If somebody were to have come to me and said, hey, we're if having only a party. they would have consulted you. Wow. Yeah. You know what this yes. you know what this episode is full of, John? What? I just realized. Lectures. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot more preachy than we normally get. Well, no, because okay, just I, be I nice. feel like people be a good neighbor. People would be adverse to approaching their neighbors about this because what's to stop your neighbor from just shutting you down and being like no don't do that or what like i don't know i people people might have an idea of what your neighbor's reaction would be and as a neighbor my reaction would have been oh that's nice thank you for warning me i can go somewhere else for that night and not be bothered by it that's fair so, don't be loud. Shut the hell up. Yeah. How to be a good neighbor. I think we did it. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to call this one, this bad mother. I agree. All right. We have a couple people to thank. Yes. First of which is Steve Hewitt for his song, Pushing Me Away. If you'd like to hear more from Steve Hewitt, please go to the link we provide in the description below. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Steve. We'd also like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. If you want to find more work from Ethan, you can go to ethangustafson.com. And we'd also like to thank Natalie Spitzel for the use of her art as our podcast cover art. If you want to find more work from Natalie, you can go to nataliespitzel.com. And both of those links you can find at our website, getdowny.com. Downtime with John Emily is sponsored by audible.com. If you'd like a free 30-day trial to Audible and everything it has on offer, please go to audibletrial.com slash downtime. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash downtime and get a free 30 days. If you have original music recorded, send it to us at downtimesubs at gmail.com. D-O-W-N-T-I-M-E-S-U-B-S at gmail.com. Please, please send us your music. We want to hear you. We want to support you. We love supporting up-and-coming artists please hit us up with your music if you have how-to ideas please hit us up with those we're always always open to hearing what you guys want to hear as an episode we'd, we'd love to to hear your suggestions and if you like what we do and you want to support us please consider donating to our patreon that's patreon.com downtime there's a bunch of different reward award reward levels uh, or mm -hmm. patron levels, I guess, that depending on how much you donate, it opens up a, a few different uh, awards you receive from us. Uh, and that's all of that information is available at patreon.com slash downtime. We would really, 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 really appreciate if you if you were willing to, to donate a couple bucks to us. That'd be really nice. Yeah, that would be really appreciated. All right. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Al Roker, I will fight you.